Hi, I'm Alison Heilixer, American psychotherapist living in Hong Kong. And I'm Heather Thorkelson, Canadian business coach living in Sweden. On Rethink the Couch, we delve into the inner dialogues that expats most commonly grapple with. Our podcast explores the mysterious psychological layers of what it means to be someone living abroad in a culture not our own. Our experiences, narratives, challenges, and ultimately identities. Let's get started. Today's episode is on the topic of I'm staying. Alison, why are we talking about staying in a country as an expat? Don't most people want to return to their home country or have an end date to their living abroad? Yeah, expats, Heather, are always talking about staying in a country or repatriating. It's something I think as expats, we just love to chew on that question of where are we going and when. And sometimes we're asking ourselves this question daily, sometimes fruitfully, and other times to our detriment psychologically. I see a lot of people who just ask this question with really no answer in sight. And there are some times where you're kind of pushed into to a corner where that question of am I staying becomes real. And I think right now what's going on in the world with things just being upside down is one of those real kind of collective reckoning moments where people are being pushed into a corner, asking themselves, do I want to stay here? And if so, then why? So as I'm seeing, you know, with so many of my clients, what the pandemic has really done is it's really sharpened, not just this question of where am I going and, and, and am I staying in this country where I'm living, but really, you know, what is it that I want to do with my life? And can I do that in the country where I'm living? Do I have to return to my home country? Who do I want to be with? And what support do I really need? And what I've seen over the years, I mean, even pre-pandemic, Heather, is just that so many expats really exist inside this sometimes very detrimental narrative of, I'm only going to be happy when I repatriate to my home country. So even though they physically might be someplace, in their minds, they think they can only be happy when they return. And so what I'm seeing now is just, again, this real sharpening of, do I really want to return Or is it possible, actually, that I do want to stay in my home country? Have you ever asked yourself this question, Heather, of kind of, you know, whether I want to stay or return to your home country of Canada? Oh, definitely. And, you know, this is, I live in Sweden now. It's my seventh country outside of Canada. And every experience has been different um, because sometimes I was moving away for what I thought would be a sort of semi-temporary work scenario with the idea that if I like it, maybe I'll stay, maybe it will become my permanent home. And then, you know, factors changed and I didn't. And then other times, like the place that I lived prior to Sweden, which was in Peru, I moved to Peru from Canada thinking that's where I would stay forever and ever. Amen. And that is not what ended up happening. And so, yeah, there were a lot of different factors that led into those decisions, things that I thought were sure bets didn't turn out to be sure bets. And uh, one of the underlying themes for me has always been finding a place where I feel like I belong. So it's not just a question of, um, am I going to stay here for work or for love or whatever, but, you know, do I feel like I belong here? And even as you say, with world events changing, would that mean that I would decide to repatriate home to Canada? So it, it's a really 
complex situation, you know, depending on where you're at in life and depending on where you're physically located in the world. Yes. And I think what's, what's interesting is just that the concept of belonging and so many people have convinced themselves as expats that they only belong in their home country. But I'm really seeing, you know, the, the opposite happen as well right now, Heather, where people are really more than ever just feeling like they have some roots in the land that they once considered foreign. And so they're really taking on this idea of, nope, I don't want to go home. And in fact, I belong here right where I am. Absolutely. So Alison, what, what factors, I mean, there's, we've touched on a few of them, but what factors have you seen influencing people's decisions to stay or leave in a country where they're living currently as an expat? Yeah. I mean, I think as you mentioned, Heather, this is a complex web for most of us, right? With many different things to consider in terms of whether we want to stay or, or leave the country in which we're living. So I'll just go through some of the most common factors that influence people's decisions. So first thing is job prospects. And this is one that's really come into sharp focus with the pandemic, because a lot of people, remember, become expats because of a job prospect elsewhere. And so a lot of them sort of anchor their minds psychologically in the place where they're living because they think that that's where they need to take their careers in order to really return to their home countries only to see more fruitful prospects eventually. But what we're seeing now is just actually a lot of people are looking around saying, look, wherever I have a job, that's where I'm staying. So job prospects certainly is a big one. Safety. So safety is another really big one that is sharpening people's decisions of whether they want to stay in their home country or whether they want to go back to their home country or whether they want to stay in the country where they're living. And this is something where we don't even realize how much we lean on safety until we consider the prospect of returning to our home country, which when we look through a different set of eyes may actually not look as safe as we once thought. Nowadays, certainly the question of how our home country versus the country where we're residing is managing the virus. So this is a big one I know for expats right now in Hong Kong. Um, we are fortunate to have the virology lab at Hong Kong University due to SARS. And so there are some expats who are simply staying put in Hong Kong because they feel like they have more confidence in the healthcare system here versus in their home country. And I think with that, just the broader question of healthcare. So for example, right, I'm American living in a place with socialized medicine here in Hong Kong. That's something that if I went back to the U.S., I simply would have to wave goodbye to because it just doesn't exist. Family questions, right? So looking around and saying, look, how are our kids faring in this country, you know, that we once considered foreign? How are our partners doing? How is our family doing in our home country, right? And for some expats, it's, it's a bit tabooish to say it, but some expats don't want to return to their home countries to take care of their families there. The question is also around how we're imagining our futures and how this pandemic has really put us in a position to question the narrative that we had in our suitcases coming over to the country where we're residing and really pulling it out and asking, okay, does this still fit the shape of my life, right? How do I imagine my future going forward? Is it in the land where I'm residing or do I have a desire to go elsewhere or go back to my home country? And I think this actually leads to a deeper, deeper question a lot of us are asking, which is one, Heather, you already pointed to, which is, do we belong here? 
right? And again, a lot of us pack this narrative in our suitcases coming over to this foreign land saying, you know what, once I get what I think I want, I'm going home. But in fact, what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing a lot, especially behind closed doors in, my, in the therapy room is I'm staying right here. And I'm feeling quite grateful that this has evolved into something meaningful and not just kind of an expat assignment. So Heather, have you made the decision whether you're going to stay in Sweden? Because I know you're an expat Canadian, but you're married to a Swedish man. So I imagine this question of whether to stay or, or return home is complicated by the fact that you are married to someone who has clear roots in the country where you're staying. A hundred percent. I mean, if my husband had his way, we'd live in Canada. <laughs> For sure. He loves Canada and that would be his preference. However, um, he has a very strong nuclear family here that I've become an important part of. And, you know, to that point about belonging, I feel more than any other time in my life uh, that this is where I belong. And this is the, the family and the community that I belong to. And so, yeah, we have made the decision to stay in Sweden and we love it. It's a really wonderful country. It's interestingly culturally similar to Canada so the the transition to living here wasn't a big one for me unlike other places I've lived like Peru like Japan you know like South Africa which are dramatically different from where I'm from so this this was kind of just like moving to another country that's the same but speaks another language in many ways um, but the the main point being that this is a place where I feel like I belong um, and sort of ticks off all the other boxes. I don't have that feeling of one day I'm going to go back to Canada or, you know, maybe I'll be here until I'm old and then I'll go and retire and die. And I don't have that feeling. I, we, just the other day we were talking about burial plots here, actually, even though I'm still young. So yeah, it's a, quite a shift from being someone who never felt really permanent anywhere. So Alison, what are your experiences working with couples? Speaking of couples like myself and my husband, what's your experiences of working with couples in which one wants to stay and the other really wants to repatriate? Yeah. And this question, right, relates to this tale as old as time, which is often one comes to the expat assignment, really kind of jazzed up or inspired by the opportunity and then often the other side of the coin is that the, the partner is not so happy. So, you know, it's one of the trickiest challenges that I deal with, um, with expat couples in therapy where one really, you know, fiercely wants to stay and the other fiercely doesn't want to stay. And this in turn can really kind of erode some of the foundational connections that they may have once had because they're two very different life maps. So it's one of these questions that we can't, we can't actually ignore but there's also no easy answer to. So right now, as it relates to what's going on in the world, I'm seeing two different trends with the couples, the expat couples that I'm seeing. So the first one, Heather, are the couples who are becoming more aligned, actually, in their resolve to stay or leave. So that's something where maybe before the pandemic, again, they were kind of on two sides of the coin where one really wanted to go home and one really wanted to stay. But I'm seeing couples now more aligned either in the decision to stay or leave. And that is often due to some of the factors we described earlier where the pandemic is really sharpening their perspective on the country where they're residing and also really sharpening their perspective on what it might look like to go home. However, having said that, that I'm seeing couples who are more aligned in their resolve to stay or leave, 
I'm also seeing couples who actually see a deeper divide um, in their decision. So some who are fiercely arguing that a job prospect is, is very little in comparison to you know, health that might be on offer or relationships on offer in by going home. So I am seeing these two two different uh, trends right now, which are those who become more aligned and those who actually have deeper divides, very little in the middle. So the couple is leaving, right? I typically notice already had one person who was thinking of leaving, right? So, so the, what I mentioned in terms of those who are more resolved to leave, they were ones where one was pretty much out the door before the pandemic, and that person is often using the events right now as leverage to return home. And, and what I'm also seeing with the couples who are more aligned in staying is that some are more resolute because, again, the job prospects are better in the country abroad, where there's just some compelling reason to want to stay. But you know what, Heather, I think regardless of whether you're a couple or you know, you're single as an expat, the decision to stay abroad or return home is definitely not an easy one. Yeah, it's very true, Allison. And that's why we're so thankful to have you as someone to come to to work through these complex decisions in, in, in difficult times and, and trying to make that should I stay or should I go. So thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us today. Listener, we hope you enjoyed today's chat. Please do hit subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And please head over to our Rethink the Couch Facebook page leave some comments, ask questions, or please remember to suggest future topics that you'd like for us to discuss. Whether you're an expat, a couple living abroad, digital nomad, or were raised as a third culture kid, now in adult clothing, I offer a non-formulaic approach to therapy. Doing therapy for so many years has taught me that people are way too complex to fit into formulas or anything rigid. You want to hear more? Then head over to RethinkTheCouch.com to learn more about how we can work together.